Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. What is going on with Sen's owner, Eugene Melnick? A casino in Connecticut is suing him for more than $900,000, so like close to a million dollars, saying he tried and failed to pay them with bank drafts back in 2017 after, I, I guess, he lost a bunch of money. I doubt he took out a million dollars to pay them for hotel rooms, right? Yeah, or, yeah. Uh, court documents allege Melnick tried to pay the casino with five bank drafts totaling $900,000 back in March of 2017. Those drafts were dishonored by the bank, so he basically wrote a, a check that bounced. Casino management wants the money back, obviously. <laughs> Plus, they're asking for $15,000 in damages, costs, and interest. Melnick's lawyer told the CBC where we got this article here that he expects a swift result to what's a, a two-and-a-half-year-old dispute, and he won't comment any further. So oh he's God. standing by the fact that he's in the right and the casino is in the wrong. I don't know how that's possible. Yeah. He, he wrote those bank drafts, <laughs> $900,000. What, what feeling goes through you when you lose that kind of money? Oh, my God. I would. I, it depends how much money you have. Yeah, it's all but, it's all relative. Yeah, imagine if you would have won though, Taz. Oh, <laughs> that's why you do it, right? <laughs> that's that's the hook. That's what keeps you going back. I wonder what the most money somebody has lost at a casino listening right now. Huh. I know a couple guys who would who went down for a bachelor party. Hydro workers, had, uh-huh. they were had some liquid cash, and I think the one guy lost eight grand. That's a big Playing chunk. blackjack. Go ahead. My uh, wife's uh, aunt has dropped $12 million in uh, casinos around, uh, just in and around the GTA. And, uh, so what? Yeah. Her, what? Yeah, her husband's a builder, and she's, uh, she's, uh, she's, she's, my, my wife says she has a gambling problem. I say she has a losing problem. <laughs> $12 million. $12 million over the last, uh, oh, Close to twenty years, and has that right? put a big dent in in their lifestyle, or do they have so much money they don't even notice twelve mil? Uh, yeah, I'd say it's it's putting some stress there. No matter how much money you'd have, uh huh, just the the principle behind somehow losing twelve mil. It's just chasing a dream or something, right? Like I don't get it. I, I don't even. At that point, it's not about the money because you don't need the money. It's about the rush you get, the endorphins, right? But imagine what you could yeah. do for twelve mil to get your adrenaline up. Yeah, go skydiving or oh my god, hang gliding, yeah. base base jump. Yeah, <laughs> anything. Has she stopped going to the casinos? No, no, no. She just still uh, goes. Still goes. Wow. It's like a release or something. I don't. I don't understand it. I don't. I can't even fathom it. Oh man! No kidding. Well, but, hopefully she saves some, so you guys have a little inheritance someday. <laughs> I doubt that'll happen. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the call, man. We're asking, what is the most you have ever lost gambling? When I was down in Vegas about three years ago, I saw some lady win three hundred fifty grand on a slot machine. Yep. And I, I almost died, and she goes, "I've been here a week and a half, but I'm not even broke even yet." But she I mean, won three hundred and fifty grand, and that didn't even help her break she said, even. Yeah, she said she'd been there a week and a half, didn't even break even. 
but you could tell she was she was loaded. I mean, she had gold everywhere. How would you even break eat? Like, cause that's that, a miracle to even win three hundred and fifty grand. And that that's a house. <laughs> oh yeah. my lord, that's seventy houses in Detroit. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. Hi, FM ninety six. Hey, how you doing? Good. Good. It's Sean calling. Uh, just call it on that Melnick. I'm not sure if you read the whole kind of backstory on it when he went in the casino. Yeah. So he goes in with a bunch of bank drafts. He puts his money on the even, and it lands on the zero. Uh-huh. And so the zero, then the casino says, well, zero is not an odd or an even. It goes to the house. Which is so true. Yeah, that's why you get the best odds. Uh, no, no, I get it. But that's what, so that's what his, his whole argument, there's, there's a couple of really good articles on it online. His whole argument right now is he's saying zero is, is, is the even, zero, two, four, six, eight, when you count forwards and backwards. Right. That's what, so he canceled his drafts. What a douche! That's not yeah. the game works. There's rules. Yeah, zero is the if, one number that's I a bet, different color. If I bet ten dollars and it lands on zero, then I lose. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. But that's unless his I bet zero. Now is he's that's his whole freaking argument. There's a couple of like I said, there's a couple of articles out there that talk about it now, and a few guys have started a report on it now. But he had bank drafts. He canceled the drafts. But his fight now. His fine house because it landed on the freaking zero. That's where he's saying, "Oh, that's uh, that's actually even." Because you go, you know, if you were to count backwards going into the negatives, you'd go, you know, eight six four two zero minus two minus four. Well, then what so would double zero like? be? Because there's also I, double I, zero. I know. <laughs> His other argument is, how can Ace be eleven and one? It can't be two numbers. I'm canceling my drafts. Well, that's, but you only, yeah, the ace only counts as 11 and 1 as long as you're going to win the hand, right? And you've had about four, four, four or five extra beers than you shouldn't have when you should have been gambling. But uh, his, to make that his whole argument? That is, I, I'm interested to follow this court case now. I want to see what a judge rules. Well, it is going to, because it's, it's laid out clearly. When, you, when you're playing it, it, it lays out clearly what the odds and evens are. But his fight now, that's why, as I say, that's his, his position. That's what's been filed with the court. That's, That's something else. What did that lady say, uh, Jim, that you were sitting next to? You went to the slots with your oh, girlfriend. Oh, yeah, my girlfriend was sitting next to her, and she was. my girlfriend was all excited, and she goes, this is my first time gambling. And the sad lady said, I wish it was my last. <laughs> <laughs> it is really starting to look like Antonio Brown might be a bit of a jerk. <laughs> Putting it lightly. I know they say, judge not, lest ye be judged. <laughs> However, the guy is, he's being investigated right now for rape charges, and that's serious business. Yeah. And if you look at the, the text messages that he allegedly sent his former trainer, who is the one accusing him of sexual assault, he does not come across as a very nice guy. Not at all. Then you have his football career. He gave himself frostbite on his feet. I think we can all just assume now that he mm -hmm. did that deliberately in a cryo chamber to try and get released by the, the Raiders. Yeah. He orchestrated this whole thing, tried to fight his general manager when he was with the Raiders, uh, refused to wear his helmet that the NFL said he had to wear. He wanted to wear his old helmet. Um, everyone else was wearing the new helmets, mm -hmm. but he, he wanted to be special. And he did it all so he could uh, get released and then... Go sign with the Patriots. That's that's the assumption there, right? 
Well, now there's more accusations against New England Patriot Antonio Brown. And I want to say every time there's a negative story about Antonio Brown, I'm going to make sure to point out he is a New England Patriot because it <laughs> looks good on them yeah. to be associated with this guy. A Pittsburgh area doctor has filed a lawsuit against Antonio Brown, who used to play for the Steelers. According to Dr. Victor Prisk, Antonio Brown didn't pay his medical bills. He has $11,500 in unpaid fees. But what's even more disrespectful is that during appointments, Dr. Prisk claims that Brown repeatedly farted in his face and laughed about it. And during that consultation where he was farting in the doctor's face, he had shown up three hours late just to top it all off. Uh, You may be thinking to yourself, how do you know he was actually farting in the doctor's face? Well, it's because TMZ somehow got video of it. Let's see here. Damn, my bad, dog. Didn't even get that when you're so lean there. It's pretty freaking low. It's not even funny. I it's just it's completely ignorant. I'm not laughing at what he's doing. I'm laughing at the sound it made. Yeah, okay, fair <laughs> that was that was a hefty fart. Two the solid first, The pulls. first one was a, was a good little little quick little toot. Yeah, yeah. And the, but the second one, there's no denying. Like you could have held that in. For a couple minutes. Of course. Or well, we've, the, yeah. The doctor's measuring your body fat. Every yeah, Right. We've all been in a situation yeah. where you've had to hold a fart in. Yeah. Or like one sneaks out, you know, but he's uh-huh. mugging for the camera too. And he's like, ah. like he's doing it on purpose. <laughs> it's just so ignorant. It's just amazing what people think they can get away with or are allowed to get away with when you're famous and you got a lot of money. Because that's uh-huh. just so, that's so, it's so like blatantly rude, narcissistic, just to do that to a professional who's just trying to do his job. Yeah. Dr. Prisk says, it seemed childish to me. I'm a doctor, and this man is farting in my face. That's the doctor's statement to Sports Illustrated magazine. Yeah. It's just the, how many things does this guy have to do before he's just globally hated? That's how he gets those speed bursts out on the floor, right? <laughs> Gets a couple extra inches in vertical. <laughs> Catch that ball. <laughs> uh, it'll be interesting to see now another lawsuit uh, in the courts against Antonio Brown. New England Patriot Antonio Brown. Um, I think they left a little Antonio Brown in his shorts during that meeting. Damn, <laughs> my bad, dog. Woke up this morning, opened up uh, my Twitter account to see what was going on in the world, and single tear rolled down my cheek. I couldn't believe what I was looking at. What's wrong? Video posted by our boy Scott Moyer oh. of Elderton, Ontario. Tessa posted the same ver- uh, the same video on her her accounts. Um, it looks like the two of them are hanging up their skates. And hmm. they- they did. They put together this this video that really pulls at the heartstrings. So it's the two of them. They are skating around an ice rink together and addressing the camera. Hello, everybody. Hi. It's uh, Tessa and Scott here. Um, we have some news for for everyone, for our fans, people who have supported us. 
Uh, it's, it's a little bit emotional, so bear with us. We, we didn't know how to tell you, but I guess the best way for us is just to go where we're most comfortable. And this is home for us. This is, <laughs> this is home. We've spent 22 years coasting around the outside of the rink, hanging out together, <laughs> making programs, trying to just soak up our sporting experience. And after 22 years, it feels like the right time to step away from the sport. I mean, not before we pour our hearts and souls into this Rock the Ring tour. We can't wait to go coast to coast and celebrate this with all of you. But this is so personal and, yeah. and emotional for both of us. We're just so grateful. How lucky are we, really, We're... that we've gotten to share all of this together and with all of you. Yeah, I we mean... just still can't believe people care. <laughs> like, people have showed up. They've supported us year after year over a 22-year career. And... We feel like the most fortunate kids in Canada still. Look at these videos of them when they were kids together. Wow. It is pretty, pretty crazy what they were able to accomplish. It just feels for us like it's the right time to say goodbye while we're still loving and enjoying the sport as much as we always have. Thank you so much for your unwavering support. It truly has meant the world to us. And, you know, we're in such good hands in Canada. The, oh, yeah. The next generation of skaters is going to blaze new trails, break all of our records, and we can't wait to cheer them on. And we'll be there watching. Way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll be there supporting them. And, yeah, they're just going to smash our records. They will. <laughs> 22 years. <laughs> and smash, it's been, right? I can't even, I can't put that into words. And I think that'll be what our solo is all about, what we've had together and what we've shared. And it's so beautiful. I can't, I can't, don't look at me. <laughs> I'm not going to be emotional. This is my first selfie video. I'm ever, I'm not going to cry. No. What a beautiful ride it's been. So thank you. Thank uh, hopefully you. we'll get to see you and celebrate this last tour together. Uh, we love you all. We love you so much. Mwah. Bye. Oh, well, not bye. We still got a tour to do. <laughs> those, those, uh, those two are so perfect. Did you add the music or was that in it? No, that was the I music. I thought you were trying to tug. I, tug they know more. how to do it, man. I like, know. you've watched them skate. They are um, the king and queen of emotion, right? Yeah. So they know they throw a little music under there. They have the clips of themselves skating together when they were young kids, and they're going to get you. And they're going to sell a lot of tickets <laughs> yeah. for that Rock the Rink tour. So you got to go now. This is your last chance. Unless they make some very bad financial decisions in the future, your last <laughs> chance to see uh, Virtue and Moyer skate together, it sounds like, is is on this Rock the Rink tour, which is coming to Budweiser Gardens. And just got a, an email here through FM96.com. Hey, Taz and Jim, I know Scott Moyer and Tessa Virtue are Canadian Olympians and locals, but in all honesty, the majority of your listeners are not fans of figure skating and would prefer if you moved on with something else. My mom and mother-in-law and those types of people are fans of figure skating. What do you mean, those types of people? Moms and aunts <laughs> are the only ones who can like figure skating? What is this guy talking about? They're two local international superstars, uh, regular, record holders. Regular guests on our show. I'll call them friends, Taz. I, uh, buddy. Scott. Scott's Scott would a buddy. be a buddy of yeah. yours, for sure. I think when Tessa came in here, she was doing a favor for Scott. Yes, yes. <laughs> but still, like, could there be more relevant news other than like the most decorated Olympians from the London area of all time are retiring? I'm, the, I'm not a fan of figure skating. The only reason I have ever watched ice dancing is because of Scott and Tessa. That's true. Me too. And I got excited. 
because they're from here and they're Canadian and, and they're representing our country. And I got sad when they said no more. Uh-huh. Hmm. I had a little, well, my post, I retweeted the video and I said, I'm not crying. My eyes are just sweating. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. It's emotional to watch the journey they were on. Yeah. They've worked hard for 22 years. This guy needs to watch some figure skating to warm his cold heart. Extra, extra, read all about it. Extra. Fake news you choose is the game we're playing. Jordan, you are our contestant. How you doing? Good. Yourself? Pretty good, man. So this is how the game works. We're going to give you a headline, and you have to guess whether or not it is real or it's complete nonsense that Jim and I have made up. So a real news story or a fake news story. If you get enough right, you're going to be a winner, okay? Okay. First headline, KFC is testing a new chicken sandwich that uses a donut as a bun. True. That is true. You are fake news. Good God. Yeah. The double down was a fun idea, though. I like that. The the two pieces of chicken as the bun. What was in between it, though? Uh, lettuce and cheese. I <laughs> oh, so I remember. Yeah, KFC always is the most obnoxious when it comes to like the craziest food. They're pushing the envelope here. So uh, they've started testing the sandwich in uh, the United States. Surprise! And the donut will be the bun. There's been other. Uh, chicken places who have tried this, but this is the first time a national ch- chain has done the the donut bun. Ugh. Headline yeah. reads, in a new interview, guitarist Slash says during 1993 Guns N' Roses tour, he performed every show with a live rabbit under his top hat. Uh, true. You think that's... <laughs> Failing <laughs> pile of garbage. Just in case he you ever never know. Wanted, just in case he ever wanted to wow his bandmates. Yeah. You guys want to see magic trick? Maybe if White Rabbit is a euphemism for heroin or something. How long have you had that thing under there, Slash? <laughs> How does it breathe? <laughs> okay, next one. Uh, new student trend of butt vaping has sent dozens of oh. young adults to hospital with popcorn sphincter. Uh, false. <laughs> <That is> false. <laughs> you are. I fake wouldn't news. be surprised. That's the thing. It's only a matter of time until one cool kid tries it. <laughs> don't don't butt vape and don't normal vape. Apparently, mm-hmm. that's what the yeah. experts are saying. Okay, an Amish buggy with a massive speaker system has been impounded in Ohio after a DUI stop. Fake news. You choose. Ah, uh, true. That is true. (laughs) Cops in Ohio pulled over an Amish horse and buggy the other night. Uh, The two people in the the buggy jumped out and ran into the woods. They inspected the vehicle. They found that uh, in the back of it, there was a giant subwoofer sound system. Yeah. And there was a 12-pack of Michelob Ultra on the roof of the buggy. (laughs) I wonder if it was Amish people, if it was like some country boys who just bought a... Hipsters. Yeah, some hipsters hipsters who bought it as a joke or something. Yeah, like we listen to vinyl. (laughs) We we watch DVDs and we we don't use a car. We use a horse and buggy, man. Nice Walkman. How about my horse and buggy? (laughs) This is the song that was blasting out of the sound system.
By the way, can you get a Dewey if the horses are sober? I think you can, Jim. Okay. The uh, the horse and buggy have been impounded, so they're <laughs> looking. They're like, guys, come pick up your horse, please. The yeah. police uh, in Ohio have it. Okay, uh, last one. Let's see if you can get this. The headline reads, an explosion at a bull semen storage facility leaves one hell of a mess. Fake news you choose. Uh, fake no. Sailing garbage. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be the one cleaning that one up. Uh, this happened in Australia, Victoria, Australia. Fire department says about 100 cylinders worth exploded and splattered all over the building. Oh, that's not Vegemite. <laughs> they described the situation as, quote, a unique challenge. <laughs> I hope you don't mind. I got up a little early, so I took the liberty of milking your cow for you. <laughs> Yeah, it took a little while to get her warmed up. She sure is a stubborn one. Then, pow, all at once. We don't have a cow. We have a bull. I'll brush my teeth. Hey, congratulations. You are a winner. You got enough right. And that's how you play fake news you choose. This is interesting, Jim. There's a uh, woman we've got on hold here. She says she would like to leave a message for Taz and Jim. A message? Let's leave a message. Hi, go ahead with your message. We're recording. Oh, you're recording. Is that Taz? Nope. You leave a message oh. for Taz and Jim. Go ahead. Beep. Okay, thanks. Hi, Taz and Jim. Just wanted to say thank you for making my morning ride to work so enjoyable, and I'm always laughing and having a great time. You guys do a, a great job, and wanted to say that you're really appreciated. Thanks very much. Just kidding. It is Taz and Jim. We heard that whole thing. Oh, she hung <laughs> up. <laughs> Hi, Taz. It's uh, Beatrice calling you back. Just wanted to really say thank you because my drive to work is amazing because of you guys. We, we heard the whole, that wasn't really an answering machine. That was us listening to you. You know that, Beatrice. <laughs> All right. Well, I just wanted to say thank you in person because really you make a difference and uh, <sighs> you should know that. You are so nice. Thank yeah. you. You just made our week. Well, that's awesome. So have a great day, and uh, and I continue to enjoy, enjoy listening to you every day. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. You're the best. Yeah. Bye. I love positive people. Yeah. It's refreshing. Isn't, isn't it nice in this day and age to hear somebody go to great lengths to let somebody know that they like them? Mm-hmm. Or they're doing a good job. Yeah. It seems like the only response you get on the internet is negative. That's the only yeah. time people feel compelled to write anything. This is the message. It was a message. We were listening the whole time. <laughs> Beatrice thought she was leaving this on our answering machine, but she was really telling it to us. Hi, Taz and Jim. Just wanted to say thank you for making my morning ride to work so enjoyable. And I'm always laughing and having a great time. You guys do a, a great job and wanted to say that you're really appreciated. Thanks very much. Ah, I love it. I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen to that every day on my way to work. Mm-hmm. Just get the day off on the right foot. That, that's your alarm clock. Should be. Yeah. <laughs> Remember what the, did I tell you what the girl said to me at Park Jam? Last no, week? I don't think so. Oh, it was the funniest thing. I think the funniest compliment anyone has ever given me. Okay. This girl comes up to me. She says, oh, are you Taz? Is Jim here? Oh, I listen to you guys all the time. I'm like, thank you. Thank you. She's like, Taz, oh, you are like London's Oprah. 
That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I said, oh, my goodness. I am calling my mom, and I'm going to tell her that you said that, and she will never have been prouder of me in in her or my life. Yeah, that's great. My mom loves Oprah, so the fact that her son has been compared, even if it is just by one drunk lady <laughs> at a concert, to Oprah is just uh, the best thing that could ever happen. It's amazing. You can start up Taz's comic book club or Taz's book club or something. Comic book of the month club. Comic book of the yeah. month club. Taz's favorite things. We yeah. should start doing that at Christmas time. Start telling people to look under their chairs. Actually, Jim, there's a big surprise here, but everybody listening, look under your seat. What? Not if you're driving a car, though, please. <laughs> you get an old McDonald's fry. <laughs> <laughs> we give stuff away like Oprah, maybe not totally. on the same scale. Yeah, yeah. I'm London's Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell Eric, our producer, to make up some IDs. You're listening to London's Oprah. <laughs> 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 the Taz Show on FM yeah. 96. And you're my Gail King. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Totally. And people are like, are they? Aren't they? What's going right. on? <laughs> they sleep together yeah. when they go on road trips. So tight. <laughs> That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.